to From Walt to Wizards. And everything in between. My name is Marissa. I feel like I need to say that since we have better audio now. I don't know. Yeah. We'll go ahead and, and kind of start fresh. <laughs> All right. My name is Marissa. My I'm husband, Zach. Yes. My husband is Zach. Yeah. And uh, today we don't really have a set schedule of something we're talking about, right? We're just kinda... No, we're just kind of going to talk about all the different parks and kind of where we are with everything right now. Yeah, the world of um, COVID really opened our eyes to some things, I think. I don't know about that so much as just how we're kind of shifting gears anyway. That's true. But I won't, I mean, I can't say that how one park has handled it compared to the other kind of has helped with that decision for me, I think, too. Just a very little bit. one brand's handled it versus the other ones? Yeah, yeah, but just a little bit. Not all, but just a little bit. So kind of a history of where we've been with the parks and what we've learned and how we're starting to switch gears a bit. Um, so originally you and I started going to Universal Parks. Primarily Universal Parks. We we went to all the parks, but we started out in our, our young married days going <laughs> primarily to the Universal Parks and yeah. the SeaWorld Parks. Yeah. Um, a random well, Disney park, day. I guess. We never did go to Aquatica. Sorry to cut no. you off. But well, we're not big water park people. No, we've mentioned that before in previous episodes. Yeah. We did have a sprinkling of Disney in there, but it was one park per, like, one day, one park per our week trip to Universal. Yeah. How many days were we going to Universal and then we became pass holders, right? So yeah. how many years have we been basically only going to Universal? Almost 10. Almost. I would say. Yeah, I would say that too. Cause we because, went... I mean, we've been married for 10 years, going on 11 right now, and... We weren't planning on becoming Disney pass holders until literally our 10th anniversary, so it had to be 10 years that we were doing primarily Universal and SeaWorld. SeaWorld and Universal, to me, were always a better deal. You got more bang for your buck. Disney does have more parks, and they do have their own thing going for them, but uh, I know we talked about pricing for the... We talked about pricing for Universal and their annual passes and everything. Disney is currently not offering annual passes right now, or they weren't last time I checked because of everything going on, and in fact, they're doing away with annual passes at Disneyland in California, so hoping that doesn't happen here. Me too, but Disneyland and Cal... Like, they only have two parks, right? Yeah, and they're still... They're still closed, so... I would be really surprised if Florida took the same stance as anything in California. Yeah, me too. So I doubt that um, that's going to be happening here. We always went to Universal because it was a better bang for your buck. Even before we were annual pass holders the past couple years, they had, like we've talked about before, buy two, get two, or buy two, get one free on their days, on their park tickets. So Disney, like, never does that. Right now is the best deal I've ever seen there, and I think it's if you get a five-day vacation, you get two extra days for free. So you get a full seven days instead of just five days for the price of five days. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. It is a pretty good deal, but it's not buy one, get one. No. (laughs) Like it is at Universal, and it has been for forever. Ever since we've been going, it's been like that. Yeah. It's been practically buy one, get one, or buy one, get one half off. Yeah, Universal always really... Puts out those deals. And I don't think it's, it's not because they can't sell tickets, right? No, I don't think usually so. things go on sale when people can't, like when they have overstock or something and they can't sell it. But Universal is consistently having some kind of buy one, get one deal. No, they just have, have better promos, I feel. And uh, SeaWorld does too. I don't think we've talked about it yet. If we have, <laughs> oh well, we'll talk here, about it again. Here it is again. <laughs> um, 
their annual passes are real reasonable too, but they also have what they call a fun card. And they did away with that for a while, but they brought it back. And the fun card is like 130 bucks now. When we first started buying fun cards, they were 99 They were $99. Mm-hmm. And the regular park admission was 80 So for 20 bucks more, you could get an annual pass. For a whole calendar year. I said an annual pass. Yeah, it's not yeah. really an annual pass. It's good for a calendar year. So if you were to buy it in May, it's still only good until December 31st of that year. Right. So, like, if we were to buy one right now, December 31st, 21, that, that'd be the end. That'd be it? the last day we could yeah. use it. But they, the, the fun cards don't have blackout dates. You get admission to, or at least you used to. I don't know. I haven't checked recently, so don't quote me on this. <laughs> but you get access to Aquatica during the weekdays. You don't get access to Aquatica on weekends. What's the, um, there was a water park on, like, International Drive or something. Used to, wet and wild. Yeah, wet and wild. That's actually where endless summer is now. Oh, so wet and wild was a universal. It was thing? a universal okay. water park, and when they built Volcano Bay, they tore wet and wild down, and they built both the the endless summer resorts. Okay, the Surfside that and Dockside resorts. That was such a weird place to get to. Yeah, that the wet and wild was. Which is why I'm not real crazy about staying at those resorts because I think they'll be weird getting to and from mm-hmm. the parks from. Gotcha. I, I didn't mean to to break off onto a little. No, that's side. fine. But when you said Aquatica, I. In my own head, I was thinking, wait, I thought that closed. And then I remembered that it... Because for some reason, the Aquatica sign and the Wet n' Wild sign that I remember from like early 2000s are similar to me. And they okay. might not be, but that's why I thought I, I, I mixed them up. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, we've been to Universal a lot. Like we said, probably, if you're counting it one day at a time, Hundreds. probably in the hundred, yeah, over a hundred times we've been... Well, we've been going, and at least we've been going to Florida and the Universal at least twice a year, right? Yeah. So for 10 for, years, yeah. twice a year, and those are going to be in, ranging anywhere from five to I would say three, seven to, days. three to seven days. Okay. Because we did a lot of long weekends. We yeah, have, we did. We have a local airport that runs yeah. pretty good specials, direct so, flights to So we've been Orlando. going for, for forever, and... Universal is just now really starting to add new rides, like Hagrid's was new. I don't know. I feel like they've added new rides pretty regular. They added Transformers. Oh, you're right. Um, they they put Jimmy Fallon in, replacing Twister. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to... They've added new rides. I'm not going to say some of them have been upgrades. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would personally prefer to still see Disaster over the Fast and Furious ride that replaced it. Oh, absolutely. It. But they absolutely. have tried to at least update, update and keep up with the times. And I think that says something, too. The fact that I just kind of always thought that those rides were there. And they, yeah. yes, they upgraded them. But they aren't something that I think of, ooh, they brought, ooh, there's a new ride, you yeah. know? Yeah, So the only ride I've ever done that on is Hagrid's. Hagrid's. Yeah. And pretty soon it's going to be the Velocicoaster. So those two big name rides are ones that I would go back for, but I wouldn't go back. I don't know. We both really like Kong. Yeah, but the the thing about that is that you have to wait forever to get on. Yeah, that one's a little. Um, And that that queue line scares the living daylights out of me. So (laughs) (laughs) and there's no fast pass. So I'm just going to (laughs) wait. There is a fast pass on that one. Not right now. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. When I started going, it, it was still the. 
the Back to the Future ride, and that's been updated yeah. to Simpsons. Yeah. And But even that's been there for years. But it's still a fan favorite at the park, so they aren't going to get rid of that. Oh, no. I've been, I, I was really pleased with the, the Born Stuntacular replacing T2 because T2 was dated. That's true. And it, you know, it wasn't that great. Like we've talked about in previous episodes, it's you either had a good seat or it wasn't that great of a show. Well, the 3D and, really makes it like you have to be in the sweet spot. Yeah, that's what I... I'm saying yeah. the, the show now way better. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah. So you're right. They have done a lot of upgrades, but to me, it's just, I don't know. I don't know why I don't think of universal updating a lot. Yeah. Cause they, they obviously have. And uh, like I said, even in the, uh, I know what we've talked about this before, even the Harry Potter and the forbidden journey, they've, they've updated it to HD projection oh, and screens, everything. Yeah. It, the, it's, been updated too it, yeah. from when it was originally open same ride but updated yeah i mean even when we went there during our honeymoon it wasn't a harry potter it just became a harry potter section of the park yep what did it used to be it used to be almost like a continuation of the lost continent oh, right that took forever they had the, to walk through yeah they had the dueling dragons before oh, yes. that instead of the dragon challenge before it became hagrid's yeah which was one of my favorite I coasters loved that to ride, ride there. Yeah, and, we rode uh, it the last time they had it open. Like one of the last days they had it open, we rode it like three times in a row, back to back. We didn't have to wait. <laughs> yeah, what was the? It was something. The flight of the hippogriff was something unicorn ride. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember what all else was down along in through there. To be honest with you, but I don't either. I don't remember that. Yeah. Was it? Was the castle always there though? Since we've been married. Yeah, since we've been married. That's what I thought. Remember, because on our honeymoon, you couldn't even get, you had to take a number right. to get a time to even be oh able to get gosh. into that section of the park because yeah. it was so popular that as was the first nuts. Harry Potter theme park. That was nuts. Even though you may not think about it, they have updated, continued to update stuff just like Disney does. Yeah. And in my opinion, they probably update stuff more so than Disney. I would say that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you go to Magic Kingdom, there isn't a whole lot that's been updated there. In a while. I mean, refurbed, yeah, but... I think, too, the difference is that Disney's rides are all classics. Yeah, they're very nostalgic. Yeah, so they don't have to. Because somebody... I mean, I would get on and ride Peter Pan five times in a row and still enjoy it every time, you know? Yeah. Whereas Jimmy Fallon, I ride it once and I'm good for the day. Yeah, that's true. you don't want to ride it at all, so... (laughs) No, no, I feel like we've rode it enough that I can... You have it memorized? Yeah, I can just say every every line (laughs) as it's coming on, so I'm I'm good with that ride. And I'm not bashing at, like, any Universal rides. I thoroughly enjoy most of their rides, um, except for Fast and Furious, but... It's just, we've ridden them all multiple times for 10 years. Even the new ones, we've ridden multiple times. Yeah, because we have gone there a lot more over the past 10 years. Yeah, so we're just kind of turning to a new chapter and going to explore Disney a whole lot more because now we're annual pass holders there. That, and just to kind of address the elephant in the room. Okay. I'm not a big fan of how Universal's handled everything during the pandemic. That's why I mentioned that earlier, is because seeing how a company reacts to literally a pandemic, whether or not you think it's a pandemic, you know, people still want to feel safe, generally. I don't think Universal has really done that. It's not even so much that to me. I feel like they have plenty, I mean, they literally, unlike at Disney, they made you put hand sanitizer on, hand sanitizer on before you got on the rides. Yeah, they did do that. They're like... 
hold your hand out and they they would had employees giving you hand sanitizer before you got on the rides whereas disney it's optional you you can't really blame them for the patrons no. you can blame them for being understaffed for not being able to take care of you know make make people follow the rules i don't i don't even blame them about the understaffing because with all of like the cuts and stuff it's expensive to staff i understand people. that but you got to have enough people to control the crowds we we aren't going to renew our annual passes at universal they're running out um, this coming month, and mm. we are not planning on renewing them for the first time in... Ten years. No, not ten years. My God. <laughs> three years. Three years. Ever since we've been annual pass holders, yeah. we aren't going to renew them. Yeah. Uh, the main reason for that for me is it was really eye-opening when we were there in December. Yeah. We were going to try and go a couple of days. Oh, yeah. They were at capacity before the park even opened yeah. with people that had early park admission, and mm-hmm. people were posting pictures of the crowds. They were definitely at capacity. It looked, yeah. it didn't look any different to me from when we went pre-pandemic in the middle of July during peak season. Literally, it still looks like it's at a hundred percent capacity yeah. to me. Yeah, and though I can't, I mean, even just hearing what what goes on when people talked about it, um, I don't really see a lot of like spacing. And I mean, I can't blame the patrons, no, but I can at least hope that they would stay away from me as much as they can, you know? Well, to me, we said we live out of state. We live a pretty good ways away from Orlando. Yeah. It literally takes us a day to get there. Disney and even SeaWorld have a reservation system for their park, so you can lock in a reservation for that day. And like I was just saying, when we were there at Christmas, Universal, they were at capacity by nine. They they don't have a reservation system. It's first come first serve on getting in the park. Yeah, and all of their um, their resort guests can get in early. Yeah, as well as uh, certain annual pass holders, which we can we can get in early. We were going to try and go a couple days, but we weren't planning on going early. We were just going to go. Yeah, and we couldn't go. Well, literally at nine o three. It yeah. was at capacity. That is crazy. And they don't open up again once they've reached capacity. They did. You have to one call. day really late. Yeah, yeah, you have to call and see. And then every time I called, they were still closed. And the one day they weren't, I think it was like an hour before they were going to close. Yeah. They had a little bit of capacity. It's like we aren't going to drive thirty no, minutes yeah. to get to be there for thirty no minutes point. and yeah. then have to leave. They do have a better deal on their annual passes. Given oh for oh for for real yeah they do uh it's less than half the price of Disney they do have half the parks yeah but it's still if you were comparing apples to apples what you pay per park it's about the same you're paying less per park it's not about the same oh. it's about seventy five dollars less per park for annual pass for annual and a hundred dollars for renewal less per park for where per pass universal universal versus disney even though it's a better deal i don't i can't spend that money not knowing if i'm going to be able to get in the park when we're there exactly yeah uh at least with disney before i even go on the trip i can lock in my my park pass reservation and no and even if we aren't staying on site i can lock it in for three of the days so i know that i'm going to at least get to go to the park for three days when we're there not the case with universal it's First come, first serve, and you're you're literally jockeying for position to try and get into the park first you, thing in the morning. Yeah, you're literally in a group of hundreds and hundreds of people waiting at that gate trying yeah. to get in. I haven't seen how they have done it during the pandemic, which is why we were wanting to wait till later in the day because uh-huh. it's been a madhouse every time we've been trying to rope drop Universal. We were wanting to wait, but obviously you can't wait and still get into the park, so... 
I think the general consensus for how Universal has handed it has been disappointment. I follow a lot of different accounts of, you know, people who do this for a living. And I haven't really seen any of them be like, oh, you know, good job, Universal. But I've seen a lot. Wow, Universal, why in the world are you doing it this way? (laughs) And um, whereas Disney, it feels like they've got a grip on it and they are stern with you if you don't follow the rules yeah you like follow you the rules or you will to yeah when you bought the tickets so you know yeah <laughs> play nice or go home play nice or go home yeah and and they're making you abide by that mm-hmm. which i can appreciate and like i said i just can't i can't drop the money on an annual pass for yeah. this coming year not knowing if when we go down there, we're going to even be able to get in the park or not. That's yeah. just... I think that's the main... That baffles me. Yeah, yeah, and that's the main reason why. I mean, we can be upset with how they handle things all the, you know for forever. But the main reason is we may drop, like you said, over a grand. Yeah. And still not no, not be able to use them. Yeah. Because the park would be at capacity uh, before they open. <laughs> yeah. And, and who knows? At, by July... All this could, you know, mysteriously just vanish and everybody's open back up. I don't know. But yeah. that's still, I don't know. That's not a chance I'm I'm willing to take, especially since we have universal passes for Disney still. We have universal passes oh, for okay. Disney. <laughs> especially since we have Disney a- annual, annual passes, passes for, for Disney. Disney. Woo, yeah. okay. Got it out. So, yeah, Disney was definitely an investment. It was oh my a God, much... Yeah. Like we were talking about, it is a lot more expensive. Um, we can renew both our annual passes at Universal for less than what one Disney annual pass cost us being out of state. <laughs> well, that kills me just a little bit. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but like I said, we know we're going to get in the park when we go. Yeah, and um, we we get four parks. And, and that's what I try to remember is that Disney yeah. is going to be more expensive per park anyway. Yeah, it is a little over twice as much, but you get twice as much, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. We're talking about maybe even trying to get a, a fun pass. Yeah, to SeaWorld. Sea it's been years since it we've been to Yeah, SeaWorld. we haven't been to SeaWorld in probably a good six or seven years. Oh, my We got gosh. fun cards three years in a row. Yeah. And burned that park up. I yeah. mean, we were there. All the time. All the time, it seemed like. Well, it's been, uh, in our last episode, we talked about... Area hotels. Area hotels in the Hilton Grand Vacation at SeaWorld. Yeah. So when we stayed there, we were at SeaWorld almost every day. We were there every yeah. day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So SeaWorld always was fun. And they've got a few new rides that yeah, we've that never we ridden. really want to try out. Yeah. And some updates to some of their older rides that we have enjoyed. So. Yeah. So it's um, definitely something that we should probably try. Yeah. And once again, even SeaWorld has a has a reservation system for yeah. their park. So you, we can be guaranteed that we're going to get in that day at that at that park. You, when you said that, uh, well, you told me that earlier. I had no idea. And that blew yeah. my mind. And so it's obviously not hard to do. Why are you saying that? You're saying SeaWorld doesn't have the capabilities that Universal does? I'm saying that SeaWorld seems to be, out of all of them, the lesser. It definitely is a smaller market. So if they can do it... I don't know lesser, but they are a smaller market. Yeah, that's what I mean. So if they can do it, Universal can do it. Yeah, they could. Why haven't they? Because what they're doing is easier. Yeah, and it makes them more money. But it's just, I don't know, it just baffles me, I guess. Yeah, it just kills me. I don't understand how you can sell somebody a vacation package and then turn them away from your park. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how furious I would be if I had bought a a five-night stay and and five days worth of tickets for, for this 
park yeah. on site and then i decided to sleep in one morning and couldn't get into the park oh that would anger anger like anybody uh, oh yeah that would anger anybody Absolutely. nobody would be cool with that no nobody would be cool no. with that and at disney i remember when all of this stuff happened and the parks were closing and the parks were trying to figure out how they were going to open again yeah and the reservation system came out, and you and I were like, what in the world is this crap, right? Well, we just got our... Yeah, we just bought our annual passes, and we so we thought it was the end of the world, because we couldn't... Well, we didn't know much about it, and yeah. all we saw was, so we can only go for three days, you know? Yeah, with our annual passes. With our annual passes. And then it became a... a that's what... It was either or at the time. You yeah. could book your three annual pass days. Mm-hmm. Or you could book for a resort stay. And we had two trips planned, and one of them wasn't at a resort stay. Yeah. But we already had five days with the with the later resort stay planned. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't let us book our three days for the earlier trip when we were staying off site. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't think that's how this was yeah. because we have an annual pass. We get our three rolling annual pass days, which means... By rolling days, I mean, say you book a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. As soon as you go to the park Monday, you've used that and you've used that park pass. So then you can go ahead and book a day for Thursday if you if there's any park availability for Thursday for the park you want to yeah. go to. And you can you can roll them like that. As you use one, you can book another one. As you use one, you can book another one. But they wouldn't let us book those because we already had five days booked during at an on-site resort right. stay. And it's like they had a lot of kinks, but but they I, they changed that. I was gonna say. I'll give them a lot of credit because yeah. when the people complained about the system, that was brand new to them. Yeah, too. that was brand new to everybody. everybody. Was we we're like, hey, we, yeah, this isn't what we were told, and this is yeah. how this is going. Literally within a week and a half, they two would, weeks, they would fix it. They're like, hey, this is yeah. how we're doing this now. This is the way it should have been, and this is what we're going to yeah. do. So a lot of kinks in the beginning, and originally we were irritated, right, because we wanted to just go when we wanted to go, but seeing how Universal is packed at nine a.m. I'm grateful that they have a reservation system at Disney because yeah. we know that we can get in there. Yeah. And if you stay on site for 10 days, you can book 10 days in a row, you know? So I, I give them props. As much as it was irritating that any and all of this happened, I, I don't think I would have it any other way. Like, they, they've done a really good job with it. Yeah. And it is some give and take. Yeah. Uh, yes, the some of the rides are a bit limited, and some of them have really long wait times for stuff. Yeah. But I mean, some of them don't that you would normally wait half your day in the park to get on to mm-hmm. because the capacity is limited. There, you just right. can't get that many people in the line. Did you know they started filling up the Liberty Square boat water area Oh, again? awesome. Mm-hmm. Good. Hopefully when we're down there again, we can ride the, the Maybe. boat. Maybe. Maybe. Past couple times we've been down there, I've been keeping my eyes <laughs> on that track replacement. <laughs> they looked like they were about done. So, to summarize... We are turning a page, and we are going to be um, yeah, doing like a I lot said, more. We're just kind of switching gears. Yeah. Uh, the way things are right now, I just, I just can't see us. Like I said, spending the money on a Universal Pass right now when we could put that toward renewal of our Disney Pass when we like the way they're handling things better right now. Yeah. I mean, with the way they're giving you access to the park, to how they're handling the crowds in the park, to, mm-hmm. we just like everything about it better. Yeah. So when we started this podcast, we had high hopes of going to Universal a lot more than we have. So apologies in advance for not putting out a lot of Universal stuff, yeah. um, because that's just not uh, something we can do right now. We still know almost everything about Universal. Yeah, we've been there 
inside and out. And I will say probably once the Velocicoaster opens up, if things have chilled out a little bit more, which as things are kind of rolling, people are getting vaccinated mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm yeah. sure things are going to calm down a little bit. Yeah. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Universal is still running good deals on on tickets to go to the parks. You know, just the, the buy two, get two or buy, buy two, get one day free. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably just roll like that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. They're working on a whole new park. Oh, yeah. Whole new park. And that is another thing. Oh, uh, my gosh. The, the Epic f- Adventure is supposed yes. to open in 2023, isn't it? That's not very far from now. No. 2023, I think. And I don't know if that's still true because of everything being shut yeah. down for a while. Yeah. It may have gotten pushed out. I know Tron did at, at Disney. Yeah, it did. But... Well, and a lot of their uh, updates they were going to do, mm-hmm. like the Splash Mountain getting rethemed is kind of Yeah, it's put on, on the hold. back burner right now, yeah. And so has uh, Spaceship Earth getting yeah. rethemed, or not rethemed, but updated at Epcot. I think they're, yeah, it'll be like the same thing, but different. Obviously more up to date, <laughs> yeah. which needs to happen, but at the same time, no, they don't want to shut any attractions down because they're already so limited on what they can do you you really don't have the parades and the shows and they already do have a lot of stuff in the works at epcot right now so Mm -hmm. maybe they'll do that once they get some of that new stuff opened up but epic adventure is on the way so i'm pumped about that because pretty pumped about that and that honestly will probably be when we renew our annual passes at universal and switch gears from disney yeah. Back to Universal more so. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. They've got some pretty cool stuff. Maybe we'll talk about that in the episode, what's supposed to be at that part. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. What's yeah. been reported, rumored, slash yeah. rumored yeah, to be yeah, at yeah. the Epic Adventure Park. <laughs> We're pretty excited about it. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And like I said, that's probably when we'll try and switch gears back to Universal from Disney. All right. So we have gone on <laughs> about this for a while. Is there anything else that you want to say about us switching gears for now or no i just feel like we you know we're obviously going to be <laughs> as we have already this past year talking yeah. more about disney and not so much universal for for a while for a while and yeah. we're going to probably continue to do that hopefully get some new information on on sea world yeah and as new information comes up about universal we'll we'll talk oh about yeah it we'll too. try and keep yeah. keep you updated and like I said, we're, we're going to try and go there again before our passes do run out. So maybe we'll have one more last hoorah about our personal experiences <laughs> at Universal before passes expire. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, but I'm not going to get up at 6 o'clock a.m. to stand in line to try to get into Universal. I don't know about you. but No. But since they buy a one-day ticket, it's good for a year Florida resident thing has run out. <laughs> Apparently, during the weeks, they aren't nearly as busy oh, as they had God, been. Oh, thank God. That was a mess. Which, yeah. I mean, that's great for Florida residents. They got a good it deal. It was great for Florida residents, but for us. I feel kind of kind of gypped, you know. Our... <laughs> yeah. It seemed like that should be like a, some, that they should have done something for pass holders. Yeah, they instead. did. Ha- they, they had their own section of a parking lot and their own line to get into the park. But oh. that, yeah, but if you can't get in the park, what's the point? I thought it was kind of crappy that somebody that, Spent a hundred bucks had just as for the whole year had just as good a chance of any day going up and getting into the park as annual pass holder an annual pass holder that had made an investment into them for the whole year way before all this happened. Yeah, it just kind of seemed. I mean, it sounds like we're com- we're being babies about it, but 
It just kind of seemed unfair. I don't know. I just don't agree with how they handled it, I guess, when it comes down to it. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, it just, it would make sense if they would have a limited number of capacity spot. Yeah, yeah, a limited number of their availability was set aside just for pass holders. Yeah, I agree. But we also know that that's probably not ever going to happen. It is what it is, and we have thoroughly enjoyed Disney and will continue to thoroughly enjoy oh, we Disney. We thoroughly enjoyed Universal, too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but this year. Yeah. We've thoroughly enjoyed Disney, so. I mean, we've, we've been burning Universal up for forever, so it's it's time to switch <laughs> gears time for, for us. It's switch, time for yeah. us to, to get to something else yeah. and then get back to it and it be new again. You right, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, when you forget just how crappy Fast and Furious is again, and then you write it and then you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll be rethemed by the time we go back. Oh, that would, that would be just grand. That would be good. It It's the newest ride at the Universal Park, and it was the first one to be shut down when they went to limited staffing after the after they opened back up yeah. from the pandemic because it was the least popular. Yeah. So that now should it's tell on you like something. Virtual, virtual, it's a virtual queue again. Queue now, yeah. There are, there are a few things we don't like in the parks, but when we don't like it, man, <laughs> we do not. We, we do like not it. like it. Oh, but if you enjoy it, good for you. Because I I mean I could see how it is enjoyable. Um, but. I also just don't enjoy it at the same time. <laughs> All right, maybe we should we should quit with the the bashing Fast and Furious. We it seems um, like that and what else is that's it? the one thing I could talk about how, uh, forever. There's one other one that what? we just bash on. Yeah, what is it? I think it's pretty much just Fast and Furious that we <laughs> we compare rides we don't like to. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's the scale we use. Yeah, it's a, it's a, scale. on the scale of one to ten. It's Fast and Furious to Hagrid's. Yeah, <laughs> Fast and Furious being our one, and Hagrid's being our ten at the Universal Parks. Oh god, oh we're a mess. Okay, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Instagram at From Walt to Wizards, where we post some fun pics. Keep your ears on for future episodes, and you'll hear us then. See you later. <laughs>